Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Markets. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we know it's important to stay ahead of inflation. We think about where interest rates are going and what this means for markets. Pipeline companies may offer inflation protection through the energy transition. We identify other sectors with the ability to maintain their margins when prices are rising. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I discuss the latest comments from the Federal Reserve. Bonds got interesting in the past six months. Like many people, my career began in the early 1980s when inflation was rampant and interest rates were double digit. Since then, inflation and rates have removed relentlessly down. I moved out of trading into the hedge fund business in 2000 at JP Morgan. And for most of the two decades since, interest rate traders have endured years of tedious boredom. But now it's getting interesting. The outlook for inflation is changing and the Fed is abandoning decades of history by embracing a rather extreme view. They want to see inflation up and they won't do much about it until we're at full employment. It's a thoughtful strategy caused by a steady decline in real rates or the premium bond investors need over inflation, but it's not a mainstream strategy. You won't find any critics of the Fed arguing for easier policy and plenty warning that they're too loose. The debate is clearly taking place on the Federal Open Market Committee too. So my forecast said, three percent uh inflation in 2021 core pc inflation and two and a half percent core pc inflation in uh 2022 so but if if that's what you think is going to happen then by the time you get to the end of 2022 you'd already have two years of two and a half to three percent inflation so to me that would meet our uh new framework where we said we're going to allow inflation to run above target for some time. That's James Bullard, president of the St. Louis Fed. He thinks the Fed will be raising rates next year. But Bullard notes that his inflation forecast for next year is 2.5%. The consensus amongst FOMC members is between 1.9 and 2.3, according to the Fed's summary of economic projections. Bullard is higher than his colleagues on inflation which is why he expects them to raise rates sooner. The Fed consensus is that they won't raise rates until 2023, a year later, when they'll move twice. But I imagine Fed Chair Jay Powell doesn't even expect that. A pretty substantial part, or perhaps all, of the overshoot in inflation comes from categories that are directly affected by the reopening of the economy. Uh, such as used cars and used cars and trucks in particular, there's sort of a perfect storm of uh, very strong demand and weak supply due to the reopening of the economy and various factors. We see airplane tickets, we see hotel prices, we see other things. Um, so th- those are those are things that we would look to to stop going up and ultimately to to start to decline as these situations resolve themselves. That's Fed Chair Jay Powell testifying before Congress. He thinks inflation is temporarily boosted by reopening after lockdowns. He's certainly not alone in that. I will say that these effects have been larger than we expected, and and they may turn out to be more persistent than, than we've expected. But the, the, the incoming data are, are very much consistent with, with the, the view that these are, these are factors that will wane over time and that inflation will then move down. 
Jay Powell also admitted that inflation has been higher than they expected, something James Bullard also pointed out. In fact, the Fed had to revise their inflation forecast for this year up by 1% from the 2% they expected in March to 3% now. So they missed by quite a bit this year. All this is creating uncertainty for investors, which is making the bond market interesting again. There's two parts to the inflation problem. One is whether it will continue to surprise to the upside. I think there's a decent chance of that, especially if the Democrats push through more deficit spending financed by the Fed. But the related problem is predicting how the Fed will react. Even if inflation next year averages 2.5%, as James Bullard expects, you still can't be sure that they'll see the need to tighten. Jay Powell sounds pretty liberal to me. At other times, he's talked about income inequality, and I think he regards it as part of the Fed's mandate to try and moderate this inequality by ensuring maximum employment. This has not been a traditional concern of the Fed. Usually, they respond that monetary policy is too much of a blunt instrument to be used to benefit certain sectors of the economy. Jay Powell sees the Fed's mandate differently. We can all agree that too much income inequality is a bad thing. It's much harder to agree on what to do about it. So to me, Jay Powell sounds more and more like a fairly progressive liberal Democrat trying to push Democrat policies while also convincing us that he's the nonpartisan chair of the Fed. This means that they're less likely to respond to an inflation surprise than investors might like. James Bullard might be right on his 2.5% inflation forecast for next year, but wrong on his forecast that the Fed will respond by tightening. What I think is happening is that the Fed is losing its inflation-fighting credentials. I remember back in 1987 when I was trading interest rates, Alan Greenspan took over from Paul Volcker. Such was Volcker's reputation for defeating inflation that some felt new Fed Chair Greenspan was forced to raise rates prematurely simply to establish his inflation-fighting credentials. Today's Fed is dovish. They're willing to take more inflation risk than a fixed-income investor wants, which means that when it is time to tighten, they'll face a disbelieving market. Eurodollar futures priced in the revised dot plot, the individual rate forecasts of FOMC members, so they look fairly priced for now, but the interest rate cycle has only just begun. And I think it's going to stay interesting for a long time. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Markets. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and follow us on Twitter, at Simon Lack.